<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Drink, uh, an alcoholic breakfast drink, watermelon sugar, <laughs> watermelon sugar, at like a uh, early bird. Mm-hmm. Yum, very refreshing. Very refreshing. A Friday beverage. We should have Friday morning beverages. Like the other uh, day, I had a uh, last week. I better yet, I had a a, a bloody uh, Maria. What's Which, that? That's With tequila? Just, uh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> bloody Maria. I know my brain did not go there, Jeff. <laughs> but now it did. Um, it was just instead of the vodka or whatever you put in the Bloody Mary, it was tequila. I was like, all right, I'll try that. But basically, you put in a Bloody Mary and, uh, you know, mix into and anything. Sauce. Yeah. But the Bloody is the tomato sauce. I'm not a tomato yeah. sauce person. Tomato juice, yeah. Okay, but, um, yeah. It was pretty good. But if there, if there, When it comes to the rare breakfast drinks... Like a brunch, man. I can girl drink drunk all day. Mimosas. Oh, the mimosas. Oh, any yes. of those fruity tooties. Little, little bit of prosecco. That's delicious. I'm, I'm of the Amy Schumer sort of ordering a mimosa, where it's like, yeah, I'll take a mimosa, but um, no orange juice. They're like, so you want champagne? It's like, ooh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> I put it like that. Because I just want like a whisper. Like, a it's whisper like, of it, yeah. It's sure. like just past, like barely get any orange juice in there. I basically oh, yeah. just want Just to make it legal. Champagne. Right. So you're like, not drinking out of a bag in an alley. Exactly. <laughs> a little bit of OJ. I'm, just a whisper of OJ. I'll do that once in a blue moon, grab a bottle of Prosecco and be like, Ooh. all right, I'm going to have this like a Sunday eggs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I always open it quietly in shame. <laughs> Because you're by yourself in your apartment. <laughs> One of my neighbors is like, is that guy popping bottles over there? What is he, Jay-Z? Right. <laughs> I should do that. We should just do that as a uh, traditional weekend thing, like Sunday morning, like like you do it every now and then. Just do it every every Sunday. That sounds like actually fun. Well, you should wake yeah. up Wileen with a with a mimosa and tell her breakfast is ready. In oh, my God. I would minutes. love, love, hey. love, love my husband for forever. Well, 
that's sad that it takes that for you to love him forever. But well, okay. I mean, if he like seriously woke me up and was like, "Hey, guess what? Breakfast is cooking." Uh, but to get started, here's your mimosa. Hold the horche. Might spot that. All right, we got some news coming up. Also, don't forget again, it's Friday, so this means the last day this week you're gonna get uh, uh, qualified to win those season tickets to the Huskers. They even announced. I don't remember the last time they did that, but they announced the starting quarterback. Uh, last night. A week so. from today will be football eve. Yes. You see everybody's pissed. The Irish Times was like the New York Times for Ireland. Like right out of Dublin. Yeah. What'd uh, they say? They just wrote a hatchet piece on Nebraska yesterday. What? It's like a bored writer who like looked up everything about us on Wikipedia. Oh no. But it was like to the Irish people of Dublin like these are the dirtbags coming to town. This is their dirtbag uh. team. They're not good at football. And this is their terrible history of Lawrence Phillips and every abuse we ever had. That's awful. I know. You read it and you're like, okay, factual. Well, when you lay it out like that. (laughs) I know. I knew you were going to, I didn't even know what you were talking about. As you're describing that, I knew that what you're, that's what you're going to say, the Lawrence Phillips. Yeah, they were talking about like Scott Frost and Lawrence Phillips and climbing up the wall, the, you know, the girlfriend attack. Come on now. Well, it was just one writer, but people got mad. Like, people were attaching the same article like this guy wrote about, like, Irish soccer fans. It was like, just replace the team and the country they're from. So he's a sports writer who hates sports. And Nebraska. Yeah, Yeah, probably got handed this story. They were like, give me 300 words. Hey, Seamus, give me 300 words on the team coming to town. He's like, oh, I'll do it. I I don't know what they think of American uh, I would uh, love to know. The thing you guys should check out is hurling. Hurling? Oh, that's That's when you hurl the thing over your... That's what they play over there. No, they got that stick in their hand. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a stick and a ball, and they run like rugby in a giant football field, and you can run for like one, two, three, and then you got to get that ball out of your hand. You got to move it. What's the stick for, Jeff? So you throw out the ball, and you hit it. (laughs) People get It's like holding your own bat in your hand. I was going to say. And you throw the ball, and you whack it. These guys are so accurate. They'll blast it across the field, and the other guy will catch it, run, and then hit it. Wow. And they wear a little hockey mask, and otherwise they run. It sounds maybe dumb. You watch five minutes of it, and you're hooked. They go right. crazy over there, hurling. Well, we'll see what happens when the Huskers You'll recognize football, the stick. But... The stick is always on the wall at, like, Irish bars. All right, yeah, because I've never heard you've, of hurling before. It just but... looks like a paddle you'd beat your kid with. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how I'll recognize it. All right, we're going to get the news next. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Here's your Channel 941 news update with Molly on the Big Party Morning Show. Big Ten, man, $7 billion television deal saw with that. a bow on it. Yep. They ought to put a, just put a dollar sign in the middle of the Big Ten logo. <laughs> Agreed. Right? Make yeah. it look like its own Bitcoin. <laughs> sure, why the not? The Big Dollar Network. That's a lot of money. It's a ton of money. It's the biggest in history. Um, so there's that. <laughs> The, and it's a multi-platform agreement that cuts out ESPN. So now on Saturdays, it'll be Fox, CBS, and NBC that'll have like the marquee games for everybody to watch. So it's three broadcast windows. Paramount's in there, uh, the, the app or whatever, the streamer. Yeah. And then uh, Big Ten still get, exists in this thing as well. So, yeah, that's a whole lot of – it's a big conference, man. You know, when yeah. they add USC and all those guys, that's huge. Huge. It's a real, real shakeup in sports. Um, like Joe Buck left Fox to go to ESPN this year. That's going to be weird. Oh, that's totally going to be weird. You know, Joe Buck. Yeah. 
I mean, what the hell is ESPN doing? How they get ta- you know how they get taken to the cleaners on this one? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if like Fox, CBS, and NBC were just offering the Big Ten the moon in order to lure them over. I mean, that's a lot of eyes. Now we at Nebraska football, all we got to do every day is sleep in till noon and go check the mailbox. Getting paid dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> Getting I that, wish. Getting that check. It is. We all should as a community get a get big the check. fat check just for sitting back. Waking the university up, does. Winning our three games. This is the Molly. Stop Molly it. wants her cheddar. Yeah, I you? do. I want this to be like I want this to be like the equivalent of Alaskan residents getting their piece of the pipeline. Where like you just show up. Uh, just for living there, you get a piece of it because yeah, they're like, Ma, "Well, it's Ma, here." You gotta, you gotta support a little bit. I do. I you put it in don't. the news, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about it, aren't we? I guess you're welcome, right. Big Ten. Uh, somebody did get a big paycheck. I guess somebody bought a million dollar winning ticket for Mega Millions. When and the numbers just got pulled Tuesday. Oh right. So they said winner. yesterday that the one ticket sold. $82 million Mega Millions drawing. They matched the first five numbers, but not the Mega Ball, but still a million bucks. It was the high V out on 178th. I feel like I like want to hurry up and turn that into cash. Yeah. Yes. Like hurry up and physically get it as fast as you can. I don't even know what to do. Otherwise, it's just numbers. Yeah. I yeah. kind of feel like we, in theory, could be a couple of years or two weeks away from <laughs> it being over. Yeah. <laughs> Money your, not mattering. Your bank went under. <laughs> And you're like, yeah. no, wait, that's my money. And they're like, eh, it was just digital numbers, really. Let's yeah. be honest. Sure. You go back to the beaver pelt toaster cord economy. Yeah, oh. go get your money. This is uh, The payout for this, um, I guess, 29% goes to taxes. That's mm-hmm. withheld. She does take a bite. But $710,000 isn't a bad payment to get. Hey, the me- even if you won $2 or $10, it's not a bad payment. You still win. You win something. The yeah. mega ball was... The number for the Mega Ball was one. I don't think I've ever seen that. Like, I don't even realize that, like, one, you forget. Because, you know, it's that big span of numbers. It's just funny to see, like, and the Mega Ball is one. You guys are degenerate gamblers. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be mad. (laughs) Molly doesn't get out much. (laughs) (laughs) No. One. One. Uh, Farewell celebration for the main library goes on this weekend before it'll be demolished. The downtown downtown library. library. Yeah, the main one. Well, people Um, think that the the state of Maine, (laughs) not a lot of people are paying attention to the library. Unless you work there or or one of the three people that go. Oh, yeah, that's the main one. Yeah, we all know the hierarchy of where they are. Everyone knows main one downtown. It's called the it's Everyone called the W. Like, Dale Clark Main Library. <laughs> what's a library? Is that where you go to get your driver's license? <laughs> they should. <laughs> they it would really get a lot more foot traffic. There'd be Here. more reading uh, there because you'd be sitting there and you'd just grab a book. And today is the last day. Saturday will be the big party. Um, last party. day of service Jeez. is uh, next weekend. Quietly, they're going away. Bye. End of an era. I mean, that's been around since, what, the 80s? I wonder how yeah. sad they are because we just tricked out the park. 77. I know. Yeah, dude. I know. We tricked out the park in front of them. It's like they got gentrified. It was just down there. They're like, beautiful. you've lived there through all the years, had to put up with it when it was ugly. It just got a, a makeover, and everyone turns to you and goes, Bye. We need you to leave. <laughs> You're the last eyesore. Dude, I was down there this uh, yesterday. It's a, it's, Downtown feels cool again. Oh, that uh, park is beautiful. Dude, I went in. I was in that Farnham Hotel. I thought I felt like I was in New York. 
I was like, this is like a weird feeling. It's nothing like I've felt before. It's- and then the the sun went down and you clutched your purse, ran to your car, <laughs> and raced back out west. I broke a oh heel. Oh, my God, the sun's down. I don't feel safe. <laughs> I broke, broke a heel. <laughs> Careful, everyone. The park is beautiful. Go walk the yes, park. walk the park. Isn't it nice? You just genuinely yeah. see people. Yes, it feels alive. It, it's not just... I didn't go through Old Market, and you said that the Old Market's pick, picked up a lot. Even just downtown, everywhere, it's just people walking and doing stuff. I mean, for the longest time, it was just dead. I just, you know, the animals are running through. It's weird. But, yeah, now it's nice. It's people cool. get out there and live. Yeah. Air tags uh, are becoming something that people, when they're flying, can use to track their luggage. And in the case of this story, somebody actually found a baggage thief thanks to the little air tag fob that they stuck in their suitcase. Police in Florida um, fa- recovered like $15,000 worth of items from this luggage. Apparently, one of the kids that was a baggage handler had been helping himself. And this Apple air tag that somebody had packed in their back, uh, in their like luggage helped the authorities find this. I thought about doing the, that. You think that would be the first person you'd look to if... The baggage handler? Yeah, luggage keeps disappearing. Right, well, you right. would think so. This was, but this, you know, it's kind of one of those things with like without any kind of real grounds, you can't, you know, it's just the, the yeah, somebody's you catch word. Him. You got to yeah. catch him. So you said so, you thought about putting, why Why would you do that? It, you, an air tag in there um, on account of the fact that like when you're flying internationally, I'd heard a bunch of horror stories about uh, baggage handling not being on par um, internationally, like they're just having a real problem this summer. The number with keeping up. The, the generic number they say is 1.4 million L- luggages that get lost. The amount of luggage that's lost every year. What happens 1. to 1.4 the... million pieces? That's the thing that cops up, but it's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Where, but I guess where does that all go? I remember About once 20... hearing that there was like a warehouse, and then they would do like an auction. That is like after... fair. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like you don't know what you're getting. Like you're just buying the suitcase, and you're like, and, oh, nothing but. Underwear and right. boring clothes that don't fit you. Well, I've seen my bag before outside the plane. Uh-huh. Do you, you ever have a window seat? You're sure. just yes. bored, and you're waiting to get up to the tunnel. And you see your bag. And you're you like... find yourself, like somebody walks into your frame, and the guy's unloading the bags, and you're just. Blindly paying attention. Like, there's my bag. There's my bag. <laughs> and then I, you get inside and it doesn't come out of the, the chute. I've had that happen before. So where did oh, it, no. where they it go? Oh, no. They missorted it. I got it back eventually, but you, that's damning. Because you're like, wait a minute. No, I know it. You saw it. It was on the plane. Yeah. And they missorted it out there and, you know, it probably gets loaded onto the wrong plane. Okay. God, what a And had to go down thing. and get it later on at Epley. But that's... Well, and sometimes they'll bring it to your... I've had it brought to the house before. Oh, my God. You feel so bad. For, I had that happen on Christmas Eve. Oh. I couldn't believe this poor guy that had to show up. I'm like, oh, geez. What's that pay on Christmas Eve? The poor guy's driving around from Epley. You Delivering know, sure luggage? It's a nightmare night. Yeah. Like, he showed up at 1130. Because yours wouldn't be the only. Um, Not give the guy the Christmas off. It's like, good Lord. That's... I needed the luggage, though. Okay. That was that one where I was flying out the next day and going to Mexico. I needed to get my bags, <laughs> All right. dump the the ski gear out, and get ready for Cozumel. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And they lost my <laughs> all my luggage. What a disaster! I mean, I guess when you think about it, they're uh, you know they're handling a lot of different bags going to all these different places. It's was, pretty streamlined know. now. 
I mean, there's a. I've never they, lost my luggage, so I don't. I don't even know what the oh, feeling would be like. It's a terrible feeling because all of a sudden you realize that, like, you're describing your bag, and you realize that we all have the same bags. You're like, it's a black roller. They're like, uh huh. <laughs> There's oh, a thousand is it? of them. Exactly. Oh, well, that'll be easy to find. You say you have the one black roller bag. Perfect. And they give you this thing, and they're like, does it look like this one? Does it look like this one? Yeah. You feel like you're at a um, police station. Like, what did the suspect look like? And you're like, he was a man, and he had hair. They're like, okay. Same thing. Everyone Keep looks going. That way. Molly sounds like every Karen. <laughs> it was a black bag. It was black, and it had a handle and wheels. Yes. Is your bag There's... different? What color is your bag? I don't even know. Not until I get it out. Probably black. It's got wheels say, and handle. I think 90% <laughs> of luggage is is a black roller bag. Every once in a while, you see people shake a tail, and they're like, ooh, is that a guy in St. Lucia, everybody. He was with a group of people, and I guess he lost his luggage uh, getting to St. Lucia, so he had one pair of clothes that he flew in, and that's oh. what he wore all week, and everybody was just laughing at him all the time at every turn. When my <laughs> luggage got lost on Christmas Eve, yeah. there was a photograph of the only clothes available at the girl's house that I was dating. I was wearing a pair of her boy shorts. <laughs> oh, my God. Please. Get that photo. Please, where is that photo? <laughs> I'm wearing like a, a half shirt and a pair of boy shorts. That's yeah, we need to like, see that. I mean, there were baggy shorts on her, but on me, there were boy shorts. <laughs> yeah, <it's> pretty horrifying. <laughs> and horrifying. All right, boy bagging. Hang on. Morning show on Channel 94.1. All right, good morning. Friday, Friday, Friday. Huskers got uh, just over a week away. I know we talk about it a lot, but we're Husker fans. We're in Nebraska. That's what we do. Jeff just read an article from uh, what? What? Set that up. What? Oh, the that Irish occur? Times out yeah. of uh, Ireland, out of Dublin. It'd be like their New York Times. I mean, it's a big paper. Um, it's a big paper. It's written some seminal interviews. So maybe it was a writer having a bad day. I don't know if he's a sports guy, but he kind of wrote a hatchet piece on Nebraska. I mean, right out of the gate, bringing up um, kind of all the uh, ugly stuff of what the last thirty years. Like Lauren, he brings up Lawrence Phillips. Yes, not cool. Um, Some and, of the things he says is mean. I, I mean, it so was... it might be Irish eyes or, or or European eyes, but referring to Nebraska, the Nebraska program that were one of the most notorious programs in the United States that we used to win. But we always kind of won by playing dirty and having criminals on the team. And it hey. says that we always make we, we always fail to do the right thing. Oh my you read god. It and you're kinda of like, okay. <laughs> well when Ow. you lay it all out like this. How <laughs> we say that behind our back, please, Irish Times. Not to our face. <laughs> what kind of welcome carpet is that? That's kind it's of, that's the I, truth. It's but. just journalism. It says Irish fans set for the full college football experience as notorious Nebraska Cornhuskers come to town. Nebraska's ruthless college football institution have a reputation in the U.S. for often doing the wrong thing when it matters most. Owie. When it matters most. Isn't that all of us? Jeez. I don't that's know. That's not very nice. Every team, every college football team has had uh, issues in the past, right, with 
I think so. With players and stuff. I mean, and if you're going to go all the way back. Kids are young. That's what I worry about, that name image likeness. I feel like it's even more pressure on a college athlete um, not to make mistakes. Remember? It used to be yeah. professional athletes. Remember professional athletes? There were some famous ones that would say, I'm not a role model. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not a role When we would go after them and go, how dare you do this or that? You kids are watching you. People are watching you. And some of those guys would push back. These are millionaire pros saying, I'm, I didn't sign up here to be a role model. I signed I'm just up playing. To, yeah, I'm playing my game. Yeah. Now we're going to put that, we're putting that same pressure on a college kid who being young is making mistakes. And he is I never thought of that. That's Student a- athlete, you know, like, you know, learning. But I in guess real time. they're adults. Maybe they're braver than we were, obviously. I'm saying not just on the mistakes that you make, but that, that you have to have a voice for social justice and consciousness, and that's pretty heavy stuff, right? you got to be opinion. aware. You, yeah, yeah at that age to have to form the right kind of opinion, and then... It could be a lot of pressure, almost too, pre- too much pressure for some, you know? And it's like, imagine just having the pressure of life as it is on your shoulders, and some people... I mean, it's hard. Right. This just adds to it. And so if so, a millionaire professional athlete feels the pressure to say, look, I'm not a role model, well, these college kids are not making that much money. No. They're just no. getting a little bit of cheddar. Yeah, I know. It's, uh... And then you look at these deals like the Big Ten. I don't really have a point to the story. <laughs> but there's a lot of money out there. And like, it's, it's just a thing. Still not going to the players. But they do get their – I always thought, man, if, you, if you're on scholarship and you're getting your um, school paid for, I always thought that was enough, but – I did too, but apparently. I mean, could it's you imagine not... getting to play like you played high school football? Could you mm-hmm. imagine even getting to play one more year of your favorite sport? Because for most guys, your football career ended in high school. It ended, Jeff. I wanted to. I even brought it up. This is how sad I was. I asked if I could fail my senior year and play again, and they were like, "Well, lucky like, buddy, well, you already did." Like, <laughs> you're like asked. They like, said, no, there's only four years of eligibility, remember, and you played all four. And I'm like, oh, no. I remember. I better hit the books. Telling my summer school teacher. <laughs> you know what? I'm willing to stick around for another year. They're like, buddy, this isn't your choice. This is, like, compulsory at this point. I better study now. I've got three months to figure it out because otherwise I'm going to be that guy that, you know, he's you got failed. A- I don't He's think got it a grown-up mustache and a mortgage. I don't think they would play you, right? No, they, they can't they incentivize. Don't yeah, they don't want to incentivize. It's, it's always been four years. You can't. You can only play four years of. You of, can't be uh, a super senior. No, you can't, can't be twenty-two-year-old senior and still no. playing. He's a high school grad student. <laughs> but I tried. That's how sad it was because I knew that was it. It was over. It was so over. You weren't. Oh. You, you weren't competitive enough to have played at like um, the the next sure. level. I mean, sure, like- I was back then. Um, the, the only thing is that people. I, I went to high school in Germany, so there were no recruits coming. This is what made me even matter uh, when I went back. Because I went back because my family was still there, and I came back for a little bit. Recruits started going and checking out European football. Not European football, but I mean, we're all American playing American football because we're there because of the uh, armed serve armed forces and stuff. So they realized, oh, my God, wait, there are actually good players over there that have moved over there. And so some of my friends were getting scholarships now. We didn't have any money. We weren't. I wouldn't go into college. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. If I would have st- stayed one more year. <laughs> one more year. You come, you try to pull, like, uh, one of those 80s movies yes. things where you re-enroll as somebody else. Like, no, I'm not Mike. I'm Mike's cousin from the States. My name's Mick. They're like, we get, we know who you are. 
They're like, and I play football too. Oh. We know who you are. Oh, high school football starts tonight, by the way. Yes, it does. I guess Iowa had their first game last night, but yeah, Creighton Prep's playing playing tonight. Oh, that fun You're first Iowa's game. High school football. I, yeah, there was one game last night, I guess. And I thought it all started last night, Thursday night lights, you know. And but yeah, Iowa I guess uh, played last night. Those two teams that played, and then tonight kicks off the actual um uh, Omaha and stuff football. So yeah, prep I think plays Bellevue West or something like that. Yeah, I saw. Burke. So yeah. Oh, it's Burke. Okay. All right, we got uh, some. Uh, what do we got coming up next? Well, Molly's Minute. What's up, Molly? What do you got? I'm excited. So Loki started production again, mm-hmm. and um, Owen Wilson is apparently like on super notice from Marvel for talking too much. Okay. I feel so bad for him. We're gonna get to that next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, give it to us, Molly. So Owen Wilson is one of the stars in Loki. I don't. You guys watched season yeah. one. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was great. I was. I, I absolutely loved it. Apparently, they're filming season two. They just started. They're filming in London, and um, he did an interview and was like a cat on a hot tin roof, like seriously scared to death because he's like Marvel got so mad at him last year or last season because he's a talker. He's you mean like, he's I, talking in between scenes? And no, he's talking like to interview. Plot. Like Marvel is always away like. secrets. Okay. Yes. All right. So whenever he does interviews now, he's like, I get really self-conscious. They're kind of uptight. Because, I mean, Owen Wilson, God bless him. You can just tell that he's that guy who's like, what? Did I give away everything? I mean, he's sort of. Tom Holland was the other one. He plays Spider-Man. And he notoriously got in lots of trouble with Marvel during the whole Avenger stuff, because so he again doesn't have a filter, and he you're just would pretty talk. much supposed to just tease it, right? I mean, what, I think it's now on their contract; they're contractually yeah. obligated to go out and do interviews and say it's just broken down. Okay. But like back in the old days, like you would see actors go on talk shows. Now I'm talking 70s and 80s, and sometimes bash their bro- projects. Yeah, that wouldn't mean. <laughs> yeah, you're like this must not have lasted. Uh, there's like notorious interviews where Michael Caine does Jaws. It's Jaws hasn't hit theaters yet. Okay. And Michael Caine is like, this movie is you know going to tank, and the director didn't know what he was doing. Like air, airing all this dirty laundry. Wait, Michael Caine's not in Jaws? Um, or whoever the guy is. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah uh, not Michael Caine. The Brody, Sheriff Brody. Got it. Uh, okay. Uh, Richard Dreyfus goes He's... on and bashes the movie. <laughs> He's such because a he was like a really polished actor, I think you know, went to Juilliard or something. He's like, this was beneath me. It's this <laughs> dumb project. The shark's not shark didn't work. The director doesn't know what he's doing. It's Jaws. That Jaws he's is talking huge. about. It's Wouldn't about ready to you... become the biggest blockbuster, like you know, until Star Wars. It seems like that would make you want to go if 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 the actor I'm the actor had watched that I, interview. I don't think the machinery so. was there way back when of saying, hey, you have to say this, this, and this. They're they're not even allowed to bash their projects. God, that would suck having to do that anyway. Um, yeah, I guess what what would be the value of bashing the project? You if you just really it. hate it. Yeah, like, if you just say. really, really, really hated it, and you're like, you're making me... Because a lot of times, they don't get a say. Like, Jonah Hill just announced... Yeah, what's the deal that with that? That he's not going to be doing 
media junkets anymore. He's like, I get crippling anxiety. And I guess he's at a point now in his career where he, he can, can call the shots. That. I think they've all learned that you don't have to do the work that you have to do if you say you get anxiety. Right. Like go on <laughs> tour if you're Sean uh, Mendez. I got anxiety. Yeah, because you're a monster if you call him out. I can you tell know, that Jonah it, seemed uncomfortable, but like a lot of times you just can't tell whether, you know, you see these people and they're on talk shows, but it's like, good morning, America. You're like, are you uncomfortable or is it just way early and you stayed out late? You know, because you're in New York City and you rolled into your hotel room at 5 a.m. when the car's picking you up in 10 minutes. But how hard now- are celebrity interviews? I mean, I, I can see a- athletes as part of the job, but they get annoyed sometimes because they lose the game, and then you got to stand there with reporters going, why'd you throw that interception? Yeah, I mean... You- this is just like, oh, my God, Jonah Hill is here. <laughs> You're so awesome. Tell us about your great movie scenes. Yeah. I Seems like it's softballs. He says for at least 20 years that he's been, this is Jonah Hill, experiencing anxiety attacks. And he's like, and they're, you know, heightened by media appearances and public-facing events. So basically, he's like, I want to act. I just never want to talk about it or have to promote it. So he's getting weird. Does he not smoke weed anymore? I don't know. I mean, maybe that's self-medicating. I mean, he's friends with Seth Rogen, who has a whole industry making. Well, he makes the gear. All right, 938-9400. That keyword, it's Friday. We're going to give you that keyword to get you into this... uh, they're running for season tickets to the Huskers. It's just a little over a week away. Exciting. I can't wait. But uh, we'll give you a chance to win that keyword. Put it in the app and you'll, you'll go. You'll go you win it or you hear it? You're going to hear it. You're going to win by hearing it. News is coming up. Molly, what's up? So they say a third of people, uh, I mean, uh, people share a third of their life online. I believe it. I think it's got to be more. Big Party Morning Show.